Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey people, welcome to another app. It's me, Breed, and today I've got a solo episode for you guys because you may have noticed that I had quite a few guests on in the past month or two, and I thought, you know what, it's time to do a bit of a solo app to talk about a topic that is near and dear to my heart, as I'm sure it probably is for quite a few of you, that is body checking. So what I'm going to do in this episode is go through, let's just go through high level definition. What is body checking? What does it look like? Why is it a problem? When is it a problem? Why do we do it? And then if you feel like it is a problem for you, what can you do about it? So before I go head on into the episode, I just want to open it by first saying that it's absolutely something I dealt with myself throughout my journey, my 10-year journey. And it's funny because actually I didn't even know what this term was. I didn't know body checking was even a thing until like a year and a half ago or a year ago. Basically when I first started my Instagram and like I saw other people's accounts and then I saw someone share about what it is. I was like, oh my God, I did every single thing on that list that they described. And I will be totally honest as well that I still do it sometimes now. It's just incredible how deeply ingrained those like habits can be. It's insane. It's definitely not to the extent at all as what it used to be. And because now it's coming from a different, I'm coming from a different place of like, I'm not binging anymore. I'm not doing any of these things anymore. I'm not struggling with my weight, but there's still that underlying fear or control there, that need for control. So the body checking creeps in sometimes, but I'm so aware of it that literally anytime I do, I'm like, oh, I just did that. I don't need to do that. And then I move on. I certainly do my best to not allow it to change the way I feel feel about myself or change my actions but I'm still working on it. So this episode is for you guys, but it's also for me to keep my head in the game, to keep doing the things that I've got to do as well, to just let go of these habits that I really don't need and don't want anymore. So let's hop into it. Body checking. What is it? For anyone wondering what the heck is this? So it's essentially seeking information around your body, your size, weight, and appearance. So you're checking your body for information. And it really lies on a spectrum, a continuum. There's normal people who do body checking. They look in the mirror when they're brushing their teeth. They check if there's something in their teeth. Or you check if your clothes fit right when you get dressed in the morning. But then there's people who, like me, like maybe you, are quite further up on the spectrum. And it's it becomes excessive. It's this over-evaluation of your body and your weight. Excessive checking. And what can that look like? Practically, that looks like pinching your belly, pinching the fat, looking down at your belly and checking, oh, is it bigger? Is it bloated? Is it not bloated? Weighing yourself a lot, 
I did that. I did the pinching, pinching the belly thing. Uh, looking at parts of your body in the mirror, like very specific parts, like zoning in on them and kind of like picking them apart, basically. Feeling your bones on your body. Maybe that's your ribs. Maybe it's your hip bones uh, or collarbones. I know for me, that was one thing I used to do was my hip bones. I'd like lie down in bed at night or in the morning and assess how prominent are they and then if they weren't prominent I'd be like oh my god I ate too much today and I need to do something about that tomorrow or if they were I could feel them more I'd be I'd feel proud of myself so that's another example another one is asking your family and friends for opinions on how they think you look so where in this whole food and body uh space you often lose trust in yourself and your own opinion obviously if body dysmorphia kicks in you've totally lost trust in yourself and we very frequently go to family and friends oh do I look fat in this does this make me look fat I look gross today what do you think those kind of comments then there's also just comparison comparison of your body to other people's bodies is another way of seeking information about your body. If you can compare it to someone else's, someone who's maybe seen as desirable or hot, um, comparing yours to that. Another one is just like feeling parts of your body. It sounds very broad, but like an example for me was I would feel my cheeks and my jawbone and like my chin area. And I'd constantly be checking like many, many times a day if my cheeks felt like swollen or sunken, if my chin was tighter or like more of a double chin and I'd check it all throughout the day. So if you resonate with any or many or all of these, then definitely stick around because I'm going to continue into why it can become a problem, why we do it and most importantly, what to do. So when can it become a problem? Now, if you're doing this body checking thing once a day, okay, probably a normal person. But if you're doing it 10, 50, hundreds of times a day, like I was, I was definitely up in the hundreds probably because it was so much of it was, I was so unaware of it. Then it's probably a problem whereby it feels like a compulsion. It's so automatic and it can interfere with your levels of concentration, your focus, because you're constantly moving your focus from something else to checking parts of your body and then moving your focus away from the important things to this thing, which yes, does feel very important in the moment, but ultimately is not. So it interferes with your concentration. It takes up time. If you're constantly doing these things, it can lead you to isolate yourself from people. Definitely happened to me big time, especially from the constant weighing myself. It just brought the the idea of like my body my weight my appearance to the forefront so often along with measurements like indicators of whether it was good or bad my weight was up or down so it can definitely lead you to isolate of course can lead you to limit food because you know you look at your body you're not feeling the bones or you can feel extra fat on your thighs that was another one for me by the way I would and this is this is probably one the ones that's still lingering for me I kind of slide my hands down the outside of my thighs and feel for how like out how protruding my fat is because most of my I'm quite pear-shaped so most of my fat's like on my thighs and 
that was always a big thing for me. Like I hated how my thighs uh, were so big and how they touched and blah, blah, blah. And so I'd feel the fat on the outside of my thighs. I'm just like rubbing it. I'm sure anyone watching would be like, what the hell is she doing? <laughs> but um, so if I felt that they were more like out, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this well, but the more big basically they felt, the more I'd want to limit my food. So body checking, again, it's bringing weight and body and like uh, reinforcing how important it is to you to the forefront because you're doing it all the time and you're like, okay, this must be important to me. And therefore I need to do something about it if I'm not liking the results I'm getting. So I'm going to limit my food. So all these things, if they're showing up for you, then yes, it's probably an, a problem for you right now. It probably feels like a compulsion. And if you're anything like me, you're probably like, I don't really want to do those things. Like they're, they are a bit of a waste of time. I don't want to do them. I want to let go of that. And I just want to move back more to the, the normal part of the spectrum of seeking information for your body, body checking. So why the heck do we do this? It seems neurotic. Like when I look back, when I realized what body checking was and I realized I did all of these things and I did them all the time. Why did I do it? Well, we do it because we are, we want that reassurance most of the time that we've not gained weight. We're checking that something has not changed or that it has changed that we've lost weight. So basically it's an attempt to feel better, though it often ends up providing more dissatisfaction about our bodies, about how we feel about ourselves. We actually feel a greater loss of control, even though it feels like a control mechanism because we're constantly checking parts of our body so we can control it in the end you actually feel more out of control and more anxious about yourself and less safe in your body because every time you do one of those checks you're telling your subconscious that whoa my appearance my body my weight is super important and I need to keep it in check and if it's not you know within the boundaries that I want it to be in I'm not safe in this body and I need to change so what do we do? What do we do? First step. I'm sure you guys have heard me say it a million times in different instances on this podcast, but the first step is awareness. Are you aware that you're doing it? How often are you doing it? So just spend like the next day or the next week saying, I'm just going to, as best I can, notice when I'm body checking, when I'm doing all those things that I've listed earlier. Just awareness no judgment. It would be very easy to start noticing all the times you're doing it. And it's probably going to be shockingly more than you even think you do. It's going to be easy to do that and then be like, oh my God, I'm crazy. Like, look how much I'm doing this. This is crazy. I, I'm, I'm messed up. You could do that. You could think that, but that's not the angle we want to approach this at. We just want to be aware, just very objective view of it. I do it about this many times a day. I do those things, this thing in the morning, just an awareness. Next step is to challenge. Challenge yourself in those moments of body checking. When you catch yourself doing it, note it, you've done it, and then check in. Why? Why did I just do that? Like just with so much curiosity, no negativity, just like, why did I do that? That's like, what was I actually looking for just now? Did it help me? Was it helpful? Is it serving me? Is that how I really want to live my life? 
is that where I want to place focus on subconsciously or consciously? And has anything changed since the last time I did that check? That last question for me is uh, a really interesting one because I've been trying it out the last week or so. One of my, I think my number one biggest body checking action is after I go to the toilet or when I'm getting dressed. So just basically when I'm like looking down at my body, I stand up, I don't know if this is TMI, but I stand up when I'm getting off the toilet and pulling up my pants and I look down at my belly and I just like, I do this like very quick. It's almost like you not even notice it's happening, but it is happening. I check my stomach and I almost like rub my hand down at once to check the flatness or not. And I check how protruding my belly is or not. And then I like move on with my day. But it's it's not as simple as just moving on with your day because you've had that like, again, it's brought to the forefront. You've Your subconscious, your conscious has moved into that place of caring and focusing so much about what your belly looks like. So I've been asking myself every time I do it lately, like, has anything actually changed since the last time you did that? Does this have to change about how you feel about yourself? Was this actually helpful? Like, definitely it was not. It All it ever does is either make me feel bad about myself somehow because I have that deep, deep, deep belief that, oh, the woman's belly has to be flat. It either makes me feel bad about myself if it's not flat enough or if it is flat, it gives me that sense of uh, safety and contentment that I can move on with my day and I don't have to change the way I'm eating, which is still reaffirming that belief deep, deep down that the, bel- the woman's belly has to be flat. So basically every time I do it in some shape or form, it's reaffirming that belief that I'm working to release. So ultimately, it's not helpful for me to be doing that body checking action. So challenging it. That's what I urge you to do. Start asking yourself those questions that I've been asking myself. It's pretty interesting and enlightening and insightful. It will definitely start to lift the lid on those actions and not make them so super automatic that they just happen and your day is continuing and you you don't even really look into why you're doing it. How is it helpful? So do that. And then the third tip, the third step I would say is before we go on, I just wanted to jump in and let you know about something that could really, really help you out. So if you've been loving these episodes and all of the tips and it's been super helpful, but you just need a bit more structure and direction, then check out my 30 day reboot course. It's an online course, so you can literally start today. 30 days of content, so each day you get new content in written form, video form or audio, just to keep it nice and fresh. The content is exactly the same as what I go through in one-to-ones, so it's amazing value for money. You get some lovely audio meditations along the way as well. And we have a Facebook group, so you know you're not alone. There are plenty of others in there. So if you are sick of waiting around and want your life back, you're so ready to kick binge eating out of your life and return to that relaxed, confident, happy version of you that you know is in there deep down inside, then this course is literally made for you. And best of all, it's just the price of a trip to Zara or Topshop, but it is worth so much more than that. It's eye-opening and life-changing, as one past alumni put it. 
So if that sounds good to you, head over to my website to sign up today or just scroll down to the show notes. I'll pop a link in there too. All right, let's get back into today's episode. The third tip, the third step I would say is start to reparent yourself. So most likely the motives behind the body checking for you are probably pretty similar to me. And as just mentioned, it's probably um, stemming from some belief you have around what your body should look like. And you're checking your body to see if it's still in line with that, if it's further away from that belief, if it's closer, not closer to it, if it's going to make you feel good or bad, and if you need to take some action off the back of that body check. So try to uncover what those key beliefs you have are that are causing you to body check, that are giving you that sense of anxiety, lack of safety, loss of control. And note when you first started living by that belief, most likely it's probably pretty early in childhood or your teenage years when you start to shape uh, your beliefs and what you feel based on uh, society, your parents, your friends, yourself, what you need to look and um, yeah, what you need to look like, what your body needs to look like. So this is your chance now to start working on reparenting yourself. See it as that little girl, that little teenage girl, every time your body checking, she's coming online. She's there. She's the one doing this body check. And all she wants is that sense of safety. Right now, she she gets that sense of safety by checking if her body is in line with that belief like is my stomach flat enough yes or no and if it's yes oh I'm like oh my god I fulfilled that need to feel safe she just wants that feeling of safety and enoughness to be fulfilled what we want to do is realize okay what are your beliefs maybe it's my thighs shouldn't touch my belly needs to be flat I need to have a small waist whatever it is understand what they are, realize how long they've been sticking around in your life, see it as that little girl showing up every time you body check. She's just like yearning for that validation, that safety. And now it's your chance to reparent her, be that motherly figure to her in those instances. So as I said way back earlier, instead of filling yourself with shame and like, oh my God, this is messed up. I'm crazy. Why do I do this stupid thing like a hundred times a day? This is your chance to be that motherly figure, pour, flood your system with so much love and understanding in this instance that it's it's you reparenting that little girl, teaching that little girl that she doesn't need to do this thing, this body checking thing to feel safe. She doesn't need to fulfill um, the requirements of that belief to feel safe. She's already safe. So In fact, something to try out, which I've also tried in past week as well, is in the moments when I look down my belly and my belly is bigger, where usually that little girl inside of me would be like, oh my God, my belly is big. Like I need to just eat less or what am am I doing wrong? That's the moment to shine even more through with that motherly love and be like, hang on, you are equally as worthy, as enough, as like safe as if your belly was flatter that's the time to like let that motherly figure shine let her do her thing break down that body belief 
let that little girl know that that belief is BS. She's just as amazing, whether her thighs touch or don't touch, whether her belly is big or not, her waist is big or not, like whatever it is, whether she's a double chin or not, she is bloody amazing. We've got to do that consistently. One time is great, but we've got to do it consistently to let that little girl stabilize, let her know that she doesn't have to show up every time we look in the mirror. She doesn't have to show up as I do every time I <laughs> pull my pants up when I'm getting off the toilet. She's safe. So tip four. So you've got awareness, challenging, reparenting. Another idea, another thing to do is to take a break from social media. This is a smaller one. The other three are um, take quite a lot of effort and they're pretty, they require consistency. This one could be a short-term break, a long-term break, whatever you want. Just to break that comparison mode, just to take away the focus of what you look like compared to other people to let that little girl just have a bit of a break just have a break and fifth tip is talk to someone talk to a therapist a coach a mother a best friend a sister whoever it is just talk talk it out with someone talk out talk out loud what you're going through what you're struggling with and get that support that you might need on this journey to try to end body checking because it's kind of tough. I will definitely admit I'm still working on it. It's tough to do and it could be helpful just to have just someone by your side but I think even importantly some sort of like accountability or like check-in person just to be like if you need it, if you like that sense of accountability, just someone to check in with and be like, oh, this week I've been trying this. And maybe they check in with you through the week and ask if you've been challenging yourself just to keep it, keep that sort of like um, support by your side, basically. I think that would be a helpful one. Final tip is, I mentioned earlier that one of the reasons why we body check is um, a sense of anxiety that we hope to calm ourselves down and feel essentially safe in our body and not have that anxiety, that fear of losing control. So one thing more that you can do is try to find something else to soothe your sense of anxiety and safety instead of body checking. So replace body checking with something else that's more healthy. And I mean, I did mention one thing that you could do, which is the reparenting, which is like, seeing that struggling part of you as that little girl who holds those beliefs and give yourself that safety through almost imagining uh, the motherly figure or your higher self, your best self, just giving you some kind words, like a bit of a mini pep talk. That's one thing that you can do for the anxiety. Other things could be meditation, breath work, again, talking to someone, talking out loud, movement, exercise, getting outside in nature, whatever works for you, find another way to feel and deal with the anxiety. So those are my six tips. Try them out if you feel like this body checking thing has just got too much and you'd rather not do it. And let me know how you get along. I'm on the journey too. I'm with you. So DM me if you're trying it out. Let me know how it goes. I'm on the same journey. So I'd be very keen to just have a buddy alongside me trying it out too. That is 
everything I've got for you guys today on body checking. As always, share this with a friend, a sister, a mother, a co-worker, anyone who you feel like could gain some help from this as well. And tune in next time. See you guys. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. If you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life, change someone's day, change their mood or even their life, be that person. I know I love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me that she's really thinking of me and wants to help me elevate my life alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at at freewithbreed. I'm always open to feedback, so let me know what you want me to speak about, what you love, what you want less of. This podcast is for you after all. Last but not least, here's how to win a one-hour, one-to-one session with me. Enter my monthly draw by sharing this episode or any of the episodes you've enjoyed, whether it's on your stories or on a post, and just make sure to tag me at Free With Breed. Simple as that. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will see you next time.